Welcome to the Nightmare Emporium. Here we take a deep dive into some grisly tales that are bound to make you lose your head. Now, let's check in with our host, the macabre Marvel herself, to see what she has in store for us this week. I woke with a start, sitting up in bed and gasping for air. The same nightmare that had been haunting my sleep for the past couple of weeks decided to visit me again that night. The only times I'd gotten any relief from its dark clutches were when I drowned myself in booze before falling into a drunken stupor. Then I'd awake with a terrible hangover, unable to drink anymore and feeling like crap, only to have the same nightmare later on when I went to bed sober. Wiping the sweat from my brow, I glanced over at the digital clock on my bedside dresser. It was 2.26 a.m., and I groaned quietly to myself. I knew there was no way I was going to get any more sleep that night. I tried many times before and always failed, so I swung my feet off my bed and got up. I put on my bathrobe and shuffled my way into the hallway towards the kitchen. Coffee was on my mind. So much so, it took a little while for me to hear the slight drumming of raindrops hitting my roof. Reaching my kitchen, I flipped on the light switch and made my way towards the cupboard that housed my giant tin of coffee. I never used to be much of a coffee drinker, but it had become essential to me in order to have any hope of a productive day. Granted, working from home and having a rural house surrounded by fields and woods never made me feel very productive anyway but a little work is always better than none. Also, nightmares aren't a valid excuse for the boss as to why I couldn't get any work done. And not only do I like my job, I kinda need it. Getting my coffee set up, I looked out the kitchen window that shows my backyard and porch. It was a pitch black night, probably because the sky was covered by rain clouds, and my weak back porch light only illuminated to the edge of the porch. I could see from the puddles on my porch that it had probably been raining for a while. I was happy that apparently it wasn't a thunderstorm. I'm not a big fan of those. But I wasn't fond of the idea that the next day the mosquito population around my house was going to explode from the number of puddles there was going to be. I grimaced to myself and decided to watch the coffee maker do its thing. A loud thump suddenly echoed from the front of my house and I nearly jumped out of my skin. Catching my breath, I took the 20 steps from my kitchen to my living room in about two seconds. I flipped down my front porch light and looked out the one window next to the large front door, trying to find whatever made that noise. The window wasn't very large, so I had to scurry around like a crazy person in order to see from all possible angles. Finally, after crouching down and looking out the bottom left corner, I saw what made the noise. In the shadowed far right corner of my front porch, too far for the light to reach, I saw a pair of small green eyes staring out from the darkness. <sighs> it was just a cat. I sighed in relief. It wasn't normal for a cat to be out by my house, but I was in a rural area, and if a cat was caught out in the rain, it would probably take shelter wherever it could. It must have misjudged some distance in its hurriedness to get out of the rain and smacked into the outside wall. I got to my feet flipped off the front porch light and made my way back to the kitchen, 
now basically fully awake. Wouldn't need the coffee this morning. But still, it was something to do, so I'd make a cup up anyway. I stared at the coffee maker as the time ticked down. Honestly, I couldn't tell you what I was thinking at the time. Maybe I was thinking about how everything I'd ever done in my life had led to this moment. Me staring at a coffee maker at 2.30 in the morning, alone in my house, plagued by nightmares. It wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. It wouldn't have been the first time I'd thought that. My point is, I was lost in thought for a few minutes before another sound snapped me back to reality. From outside my kitchen window, I heard one of my flower pots loudly crash onto my porch and shatter. I rubbed my eyes with annoyance, knowing I now had a mess to clean up and both a flower pot and flower I'd have to replace. Out of curiosity, I took a peek out of the kitchen window to see if I could spot what had caused the flower pot to fall. Even though it was raining, I hadn't heard any wind at all since I'd woken up. The dim porch light wasn't any help at all, but to my surprise, the culprit was very easy to spot. Two small, yellow eyes stared back at me when I spotted them. Although I couldn't see the outline against the pure blackness of night, it was very obvious that another cat was here, and it jumped up onto my porch banister, knocking off a flower pot in the process. I was a little more ticked off at this feline than the first, but I decided to let it be, as it was still raining and the poor thing was probably just trying to find a spot to stay dry. A ding from nearby alerted me that my coffee was brewed and ready to consume, so I broke eye contact with the outside kitty, turned off the back porch light to save some electricity, and went back to my coffee maker, ready to try and enjoy a nice cup of joe. Once poured into a mug, once poured into a mug, with milk and sugar added, I made my way to the living room couch. Taking a sip and setting my drink on the coaster of my coffee table, I picked up my dream diary and pencil that were laying there, waiting for me, and began to write another entry about my nightmare. It's always the same. I'm surrounded by this rough, bristly substance that I can't see. The closest thing I can think of to describe it is steel wool. I'm constantly being rubbed raw by this substance in utter blackness until these white shards appear. At first, they almost look like beams of light, but then they morph into those horrible fangs that bite into my already torn flesh and tear massive chunks out of me. Just when I think I've had enough, I get splashed with this sticky, stinking green goo. It feels like someone poured rubbing alcohol all over my body, but it isn't alcohol. It's some sort of acid, and I begin to melt into this small puddle. Then I wake up. As I'm writing down the same words I've been writing for the last couple of weeks, an unwelcome feeling begins to take over me. My pulse quickened, I began sweating, and I had the overwhelming feeling that I was being watched. I stopped writing and nervously looked around my living room. I hadn't turned on any lights, but the light from the kitchen was strong enough that it lit up the living room a little. I was about to give up on my fruitless search when I'd spotted something in the front window. A pair of green eyes next to a pair of yellow eyes were peeking through at me. I was being watched by the cats. I laughed off my fear. I couldn't believe I was starting to get freaked out by a pair of cats watching me. I thought it odd that the cat from the back porch had decided to join the one on the front, but I'm no animal psychologist. Cats are just naturally weird, I told myself, and went back to transcribing my dream into my dream diary. 
taking intermittent sips of my coffee as I did so. I decided to try something different this time, and at the end of the actual dream, I wrote down my thoughts on the dream, and what it might mean to me. It was at least half an hour before I decided to take a break from my writing. I laid down my diary on the table, and on a whim looked out the front window again. My blood chilled when I saw four pairs of cat eyes staring in at me. There were two sets of yellow, one of green, and one of blue. What started a shiver of fear running down my spine, however, was the placement of the eyes in the window. My front window isn't very large, and the outside window sill is just large enough for two cats to sit if they squeeze together. To get the other pair of yellow eyes in the middle of my window and the blue eyes near the top, cats would have to be standing on other cats. Not only that, but these eyes were unblinking, completely still, and I still couldn't see any heads or bodies or tails of these cats. Just the eyes. I decided it was time to leave my living room. I grabbed what was left of my coffee and headed to the kitchen. As I put my mug in the sink, I looked over at the kitchen window and gasped. Three pairs of cat eyes, all yellow this time, were pressed up against the glass, staring at me. From the light of the kitchen, I could see the vague outlines of their heads, but that was all. Worse, my kitchen window doesn't have an outside sill, so in order for these cats to be looking at me like that, they'd have to be floating or something. This is too much, and I quickly ran from the kitchen to my bedroom. Quickly, I ran to my dresser and got out my high-beam flashlight. Something very weird was going on here, and I was determined to find out what. As I checked to make sure the batteries in the flashlight were still good, I scanned my eyes across my bedroom window to see if any of these strange cats had made their way up there. When I saw it was all clear, I crept over to the window and as subtly as I could, peered out into the night. When I determined that all I could see was darkness, I angled the flashlight towards my front porch and turned it on. The bright light pierced the darkness and in its revealing gleam, I could finally see what occupied my front window. They weren't cats at all. Long black tentacles hovering around my front window. They seemed fuzzy in the light, almost like they were made of shadow. I could clearly see that four of them came from the far side of my house, and whatever they were attached to was either on the side of the house or in the backyard. I didn't have much time to ponder that, however, as a second or two after the light illuminated them, the tentacles turned towards me and I could see that at the end of each was the same set of cat eyes I'd seen before. With a speed I hadn't expected, they shot towards my bedroom window. I turned and ran into the hallway, slamming my bedroom door closed. Not a second afterwards, I heard the glass of my bedroom window shatter, as well as the glass from my kitchen window. Those things are in my house now, and I didn't have a second to spare. I ran towards the only room I knew didn't have a window, my office. I ran to the end of the hall, flung the office door open. I looked only once down the hall towards my living room and kitchen, and cried out in horror as six pairs of cat's eyes at the ends of black nubs were staring at me around the corner. I practically dove into my office, and very quickly shoved the desk and everything heavy I could find in front of the door. I grabbed the letter opener, the only real viable weapon I had in the room, sat in the furthest corner from the door, and waited. I ended up waiting for hours. My phone was still in its charger in my bedroom, so I couldn't call for help. 
The entire time, I was expecting to hear stomping or slithering or banging at the door, but I didn't. And that was the worst part. The silence that occupied my house was horrible, and every small sound I heard, even things like my own breathing, made my heart jump into my throat. I was afraid this thing, whatever it was, would hear my breathing or even my heart beating and would come crashing through the wall to get me. I even began to wonder if my nightmares were tied to this thing, and the horrible fate that always awaited me when I fell asleep would end up becoming a reality. I wanted to cry so many times, but my fear of being discovered was too great, and my sobs and tears were bottled up before they could lead to my demise. Finally, after what seemed like ages, I could hear the faint chirping of birds outside if I pressed my ear to the wall. Slowly, I built up my courage and took away my makeshift barricade and opened my door ever so slightly. When nothing was there, I quietly emerged. My letter opener still clutched tightly in my hand and looked around my house. Aside from the two broken windows, nothing was disturbed at all. Well, well. Wasn't that just a scream? Until next time, our fiendish friends. Remember to stay scared, and sometimes it's more than just a story. <laughs>